Welcome to Technovation. I'm your host, Peter High. My guest today is Vipin Gupta. Vipin is the Chief Information Officer of Toyota Financial Services. In that role, he leads digital transformation and growth at the company. He's done so through rethinking the business model of the company. And having gotten to know Vipin, uh, he's led a remarkable transformation of IT and of Toyota Financial Services, more generally speaking, driving it to be a source of revenue innovation in addition to efficiency-based innovation. His remarkable journey led to his being awarded the 2021 CIO Leadership Award at the MIT Sloan CIO Symposium. Prior to his current post, he was the Executive Vice President and Chief Information Officer of Key Community Banking at KeyBank. And now for a word from our partner, Zoho, and the company's president, Timothy Casby. Prior to taking on his current role, he was the chief information officer of a number of companies, including Reliance Industries, Sears, Intrexon, and the Warehouse Group. He's now at Zoho, a most unusual enterprise software company, and wanted to share some perspectives from it. Timothy, take it away. Yes, Peter. Even before COVID hit, most savvy private equity businesses were looking for recession-proof companies as their targets or businesses that are thriving in the fourth industrial revolution, meaning those that are blurring the lines between physical, digital, and biological spheres. We at Zoho are positioned to help CIOs blur the physical and digital divide. Be it serving your customers, we provide marketing, sales, and support solutions. Or running your operations, we provide HR and finance tools. Or empowering your people, we provide powerful business intelligence, collaboration, and communication tools. Or for building differentiation, we provide business process optimization, low-code and no-code platforms to deliver apps faster. Learn more on how Zoho enables CIOs to thrive in the fourth industrial revolution at Zoho.com. Thanks, Timothy. And now on to the interview. Vipin, welcome to Technovation. It's great to be here, Peter. Thank you. Well, I, I thought we would begin with uh, with your company and with your role. Uh, everyone who is listening to this would certainly know Toyota, uh, but talk a little bit about Toyota Financial Services, uh, the company that you're a part of, and maybe a little bit about your role as Chief Information Officer as well. Great. Yes. Uh, so, Peter, Toyota Financial Services is a wholly owned uh, subsidiary of uh, Toyota Motor Corporation, and it all operates in uh, 36 countries. And Toyota Financial Services is the largest auto finance company in US. We offer a range of financial services like lending, payments, banking, fleet financing. And we offer also offer insurance and protection products to consumers and dealers of Toyota, Lexus, and now our private label partner brand like Mazda. And Toyota started to offer financial services in US about 35 years back. And over the decades, we have established strong relationships with our customers and dealers. And they inspire us always to strive for quality, convenience, and this exceptional customer service that matches the exceptional quality of Toyota vehicles. So, and the TFS has grown consistently over decades to be now $125 billion in managed assets, making us the largest auto finance provider. So last year, we transformed our business model. I use the word Mazda. So that's what happened last year. We transformed our business model to offer TFS business as a service to other automotive and mobility brands as a private label platform. So Mazda was our first private label partnership. And we now support three major brands, Toyota Financial Services, Lexus Financial Services, and Mazda Financial Services. And I am honored to lead a team uh, of uh, IT organization as a chief information officer 
of Toyota Financial Services. I lead all aspects of digital, data, cybersecurity, technology, and also our digital academy. And I'm also part of TFS executive committee, and I report to our CEO. I also represent Toyota brand on boards of nonprofit organizations in our local communities. So, and I joined Toyota Financial Services or TFS three years back and have been driving transformation of TFS into this digital platform company like you described. And I'm having fun transforming not only TFS, but also innovating the future business models for mobility and financial services. Oh, that's great. There's a lot there, and I'm looking forward to, to, to hitting each of the points that you raised. Before we do, though, I'd love to take you back uh, three years, roughly, when you joined the organization, a little bit more than that. Um, talk a bit about the IT organization that you inherited, that you joined, uh, because I think one of the remarkable things, knowing a bit about your story, is how quickly uh, this IT has become this source of tremendous uh, competitive advantage in some of the ways that you've just begun to allude to. T- t- take us back a little more than three years when you joined and, and, and the IT organization that you found, please. So yeah, uh, three years back when I joined Toyota Financial Services, uh, our, our, at the time, the priority was to what, what would be a traditional uh, kind of an expectation uh, was to uh, enhance the performance of our IT organization. It was a traditional IT organization, a well-run organization, but not ready for this kind of a digital future of the organization. Uh, and so when I came, I had a choice to either fix the IT organization or what I call is really redesign the next version of Toyota Financial Services in a grander way, in a bigger way. And you really use technology as a catalyst to design this kind of a new business model for Toyota Financial Services. And that's where we started. And we really started with this very provocative question. And the question that I used to ask was, how will we design TFS? Toyota Financial Services, if we were born today. If we were born today, born in this digital world, the version of TFS will look very different. And the idea was, instead of trying to fix IT, let's try to design that version, try to realize that vision of TFS. And I can get into a little bit more details on that. Uh, well, let's do so. I think that's a really, what, what an interesting insight. And actually, in some ways, it, what a bold vision as well. As you point out, uh, it's not as though the IT organization was broken per se, but also it wasn't necessarily, it uh, doesn't sound like, as ambitious as you soon uh, were able to drive it to become. There's quite a cultural change that's necessary in order to uh, have the the you know have the boldness to be able to pursue what you've just described. Can you talk a little bit about the changes that were necessary in terms of the cultural attributes of the IT department to be able to, to breathe life into this vision of yours? Yeah, so so let me take you through this journey a little bit, right? So for us at the time, we, we said we saw this digital kind of an, as an opportunity to reimagine our business. So not just to transform our systems or modernize our systems or become more agile or introduce new initiatives, all that was great. But for us, it was an opportunity to rethink the underlying business model. And so... Uh, this was uh, this opportunity to define once in a lifetime opportunity to define the future version of Toyota Financial Services that will create new growth opportunities. So our industry is uh, reshaping from an automotive business to a mobility business, right? In this future, we saw an opportunity to expand our value chain across the mobility ecosystem by partnering with other brands, not just limited to Toyota and Lexus. And I think that was a big shift. So to move beyond Toyota and Lexus and think about this mobility ecosystem as a bigger playground for us. 
And so this is the thought process that led to the design of the future version of TFS. And the future version is that, that we will be a platform company. Being a digital company, we will be a platform company. We will be a full service platform for other companies and brands to run their captive financial services on our business. We will offer the high quality Toyota financial services to any automaker or mobility service provider. A completely new business model that we believe will reshape the industry. Part of that was to re-architect the entire business model of TFS from TFS for one brand to TFS for many brands. And that was the shift. But to do this, we needed a, to build a completely new technology chassis from ground up with multi-tenant architecture that allows us to run multiple brands on a shared infrastructure, but it still keeps the data separate. And it will be built all in the cloud. So we took a cloud-only approach. So that was actually not that difficult. What was more difficult and what became our focus of this transformation was to how do we turn our organization to run at a digital startup speed? We were a traditional enterprise. How do we run with a different speed? And so instead of jumping into building this new technology infrastructure, we prioritized our focus on changing the way we work, our habits, our routines, our decision-making style, our software engineering practices, our team structures, our supplier partnership models, not just in IT, but across the entire organization. So this focus on transforming behaviors before transforming the platform was the key to our success in realizing our strategy. And because of that, we launched our first private label business with Master Financial Services at an unprecedented speed on a completely new architecture, all in cloud and all in seven months. And IT became the primary catalyst in leading this change and creating business growth not just for this year, but for years to come. In a way, the tone, the texture, and the trajectory of TFS has changed in a positive uh, and profound ways. So it's creating growth, not just for Toyota, but for our partners as well. You, you raised uh, uh, now for a second time this, this remarkable journey uh, with Mazda Financial Services. Talk a bit about that. Not only was it seven months uh, to essentially launch this this business uh, in, in record time, it, that was also in the throes of the pandemic. <laughs> and so there was a whole range of complexities that you you had to grapple with. Um, talk about some of the factors that you would you, you believe uh, the, the success was based upon. So yeah, to, to realize kind of the strategy and the speed uh, to and the, to build this kind of a new business model of a shared private label platform, uh, we had to reinvent ourselves and the grow new habits, as I said. It was important that we change the way we work, the way we make decisions, the way we collaborate, the way we design and build solutions. So digital transformation to me is not about just modernizing systems. It's about modernizing our habits to create this new future, new business model. And so, as you know, the best of strategies will fail without a culture that complements that aspiration. Right. So on technology front, our vision was clear. We will use cloud. We will design a multi-tenant platform and to deliver this mobility finance as a service. And our, so our purpose was clear. We knew why we are doing this. Our capabilities that were needed were well understood. So the what was very clear. So we were now focused on the how. How do we change the behaviors? What, what would this behavior transformation look like? So we focus on these three objectives, which will focus around certain habits that we have that we had to change. So the number one objective was we'll change the speed of decision-making. 
Second was the speed of collaboration. And third was the speed of engineering in kind of this engineering a digital business. So let me take them one by one. So speed of decision-making. So to me, decision-making is the biggest barrier to speed and flexibility in an organization. Largest waste in IT projects or engineering is not in engineering, it is in decision-making and the lack of clarity. So if you make decisions quickly, supported by data and communicate decisions clearly, the team will consistently deliver with high quality and efficiency, no doubt. And so the key is to start this change from the top of the organization. So speed of the leader is the speed of the team, right? So that's what we did. We created new scrum-based routines for our executive team, the top decision makers, right? The second objective, the speed of collaboration. So the digital organization needs to operate as one ecosystem, not as a collection of systems. As a TFS is one big product that is an assembly of many sub-products with clear ownership. And this, any business is a perpetual business machine. It's not a collection of time-bound projects. It needs durable team led by subject matter experts, not by project managers only. And these teams need to follow repeatable routines to maintain a continuous dialogue and prioritization. So we created a new organization structure with a product focused teams that followed same routines. All of them were following the same routines. This helped us move in a shared formation in a shared direction to design and deliver one ecosystem rather than this kind of separate initiated and different systems. And we did this collectively. It also created an interesting uh, byproduct, there was much more empathy that we had for each other across the teams, across the silos. The third objective was to change the speed of engineering. Uh, our software is our product. While this is true for all companies, for financial services, this is even more profound. Uh, software is truly our product. We are powered by software. We need to be a master of software engineer. We need to be good at in software engineering as we are in automotive engineering. So inspired by our automotive uh, factories, we built digital factories using lean manufacturing practices of Toyota that the whole world admires and practices, right? So just like automotive factories, the new digital factories were formed. They're founded on consistency and standardization of behaviors, practices, and routines. And so we developed a new software engineering methodology that combines Toyota manufacturing practices with agile and scrum practice of software development. So this combination of speed of decision-making, speed of collaboration and speed of engineering gave us this unprecedented speed with high quality and high efficiency. So this was a behavioral transformation at scale, at an enterprise scale. And our culture is a product of our behaviors and habits. And this focus on transforming habits first before transforming platform to me, it was a game changer for us. We are now a different company with a culture of agility, nimbleness, and we have more respect and empathy for each other's work. So we are a large enterprise that is moving at a speed of digital startup. That's exactly what we wanted. And you alluded earlier to the establishment of a digital academy. Uh, that, and, and if I if I understand that correctly, uh, a means by which you can train people on the necessary ingredients to bring these uh, uh, these capabilities to life. Can you talk a bit about the? I, I, I part of my question was certainly to be 
the degree to which you needed to bring in new blood who knew what good looked like where you were going. But needless to say, the vast majority of people who, who you're working with are the same people uh, who were part of the team when you joined as well. And presumably a lot of them uh, required additional training and, and on the new methods uh, that you've described. First of all, talk about the establishment of the Digital Academy uh, as a means by which you could train your people on the, 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 the skills necessary to accomplish what you've described. So, yes, exactly. Two years back, uh, we uh, founded uh, TFS Digital Academy. The idea was very simple. Harnessing the power of software is not just IT's job. It is everyone's job in a digital company. So the idea was not to just train IT, but to train everyone across the organization. And whether they're employees or consultants, everyone will be trained in this idea of what are these new practices, new methods, new approaches, new behaviors. And so TFS Academy became that platform and an environment through which we must have taken hundreds and thousands of sessions actually, uh, trained almost everyone. Another aspect of that was that we believe that peer learning is really powerful. Team members teaching team members and having this kind of a dialogue and you kind of grow from there, both the teachers and the learners are growing through that process. So that's how uh, TFS Digital Academy was started two years back. And now we are at a place where TFS Academy has become part and parcel of everything that we do in TFS. Every business unit function uses TFS Digital Academy and we are using it in multiple countries. So that idea of TFS Digital Academy has blossomed from creating this behavioral transformation and training people to do that to now that has just become part of our uh, daily life. Yeah, very interesting indeed. And, and how do you, so now that you have this template in place uh, and the uh, very successful example with bringing online uh, Mazda financial services, how do you see this continuing uh, as you look forward to the future? I believe that we are revolutionizing the captive auto finance business into this multi-tenant auto finance business as a service or mobility finance as a service. And uh, given that uh, the way we had developed our platform, it allows us to add new private label uh, brands uh, relatively quickly. So by growing these new mobility services and by modernizing our business into platform business, we aspire to multiply our business growth many folds, right? So, but we want to do this, and this is the real challenge here. Uh, we want to, we will do this without proportionately increasing our operating expense, right? So this is where the economics of IT and economics of digital really become very, very powerful. So this new business model, this new uh, multi-tenant platform, these new engineering methods have opened up many possibilities for us. It, is, it has reduced waste dramatically. We have been managing our expenses in a very disciplined way. And we are now open to partner with any automaker or mobility provider, uh, services provider who wants to offer high quality captive financial services for their brand to their customers and dealers. This, this helps them. This is a great win-win uh, uh, partnership. This allows them to focus on their core product while leveraging the capabilities, talent, and quality of the most admired auto finance company that is TFS. So we now have an example in Mazda Financial Services, which will help us obviously open up a lot of more partnerships in the future. But in addition to that, we are going to, in addition to adding more brands to our platform, we are going to also add more products and services. We are rapidly expanding our range of capabilities like insurance, payments, in used car business to our existing 
set of services. This will enable these emerging mobility services in the broader mobility ecosystem. So we're going to be adding more brands, we're going to be adding more products and services. And that's what this platform and this new habits and new behaviors are going to give us, this growth on those two fronts uh, simultaneously. So our eyes are now clearly set on this new business model to support customers and dealers of more brands with more financial services capabilities. For, for others who might be inspired by this story, and what a remarkable one it is, Vipin, um, how, as you began to make this case for a radical change, not just to the IT organization, but to the business models itself, uh, talk about how you would advise peers of yours who perhaps have a comparable ambition, but might be facing, let's say, naysayers. Uh, excuse me, why is it IT that would be leading uh, this sort of a change, you know, it seems a bit presumptuous. Perhaps they might get feedback, and perhaps you got feedback even in the early stages of of this dialogue uh, for IT to be the one leading it, as opposed to you know one of the more traditional revenue generating parts of of this organization. What are some of those early steps to get over some of those hurdles, and perhaps to uh, correct the assumptions of some of the naysayers? Yeah, great question. And 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 as you uh, as you rightly said, I think we had a same similar kind of uh, conversation when I joined uh, the organization. Um, but I think part of that uh, was that the way uh, we approached, there were a couple of things that we changed in our behaviors, our leadership behaviors. One was for me to have a seat at the table, which was always there at this uh, at our CEO's table. But the important piece is to show up as a business leader who who is thinking about the growth of the Toyota financial services and transformation of Toyota financial services as a business leader. IT just happens to be my expertise. And I think that shift is really important. And then the shift has to happen, not just with me, but the next layer of my leadership and our leadership in IT organization. Everyone has to start shifting uh, and, and kind of present, and I believe this is what I, and I used to uh, help the team on, uh, see this, that in IT organization, a lot of our leaders and most of our leaders have a very good understanding of the business. Very good understanding of the business. They are just hesitant to talk about it in context of as a business leader because of the traditional old models. On the other hand, in last few years, the role of technology and the role of technologist has significantly changed. It has significantly elevated. So in financial services, we don't manufacture a product. What we manufacture is or build is our experiences, the capabilities and processes. So in a way, in our business, IT is our product and IT is our product factory. And to help everyone understand the importance and the leverage of ITs, and then the, and the third piece is this idea of what I described in context of uh, academy is we have to help rest of the organization become better at harnessing the power of software. It is not just IT's job. We have to help our business leaders or business unit leaders to see how they can use software and the power of software to grow their business. And I believe as IT leaders and IT experts, that's our responsibility. And I would say that's our accountability to help the rest of the organization elevate in their own expertise and digital savviness. And I think if you apply those techniques and behaviors and those disciplines, and then you, once we deliver on those promises, 
I think the, the overall relationships and everything starts to change towards a place where it becomes less about why is IT driving it to more about I want IT to drive it and I want to be part of that transformation with them. I know from a past conversation you and I had, I really found a, there was a, a useful analogy you offered me uh, as a means of explaining this, that if you go into the a, a, a plant and you watch the, a car being made, it's only at the end of the process that you, the assembly line, that you begin to see people. And in a similar way that what you're describing in terms of software development means that you know people ought to be getting involved later and later in the process at higher levels of value. I, I thought that was a really useful way to kind of uh, shape the the narrative as to how to think about software development and leveraging it as a means to ensure that when people are involved, they're involved in the highest value tasks possible. Yeah, and and just to on that uh, on that note, uh, one of the other uh, I think this was uh, uh, maybe uh, the biggest change that we did in our leadership structure and our organizational structure. Once we established product teams, which we call them as factory teams or domain teams. What we did was we established an ownership model and it was a co-ownership model or co-leadership model. The fundamental belief that it is very difficult for one individual to have both technology expertise and business expertise. But what we need to bring is these two experts at the same level of accountability and same level of decision rights. Uh, uh, so what, what that created was what we call as a two in the box leadership. So we run this two in the box leadership from the top of the organization all the way down there. and where these both individuals are always representing that particular product equally, and they're both making decisions jointly and they're being held accountable jointly. And to me, that was another aspect of taking this idea of IT and business and really creating a digital business and translating it into an organizational structure and driving a behavior where it is much more empowering model where these two individuals can make a decision on a product because they own it, they are the experts, and they can drive it forward. They don't have to wait for someone else to tell them what priorities are important for the company. Once they own the product, they know what is important, and they can drive it forward. So it created this combination of two-in-the-box, joint expertise, joint accountability, and empowerment of making decisions jointly. And that was also very helpful in kind of changing this uh, little bit of a culture of IT versus business. That's a great overview. Thank you so much. Um, I, I wanted to, you, you've talked about a number of trends that you've taken advantage of that you're helping uh, leverage as uh, within the context of, of Toyota Financial Services. Any others as you look to the future that you would underscore? Yeah. So when we talk about trends, uh, I try to stay away from these buzzwords like blockchain and augmented reality and cloud and Internet of Things, et cetera. But I, I think what truly excites me is, uh, is a trend that may not be as obvious, but it, I think it's going to be profound. And this is, it's about the digital transformation of IT itself. It's IT for IT. So IT has been so busy transforming the business. IT has become a business unit of its own now. And it needs its own digital transformation. And I believe this decade will transform the business of IT in profound ways. The process of software engineering and development will go through an amazing transformation because large enterprises haven't fundamentally changed the way we build, assemble, and run IT. We're still using a lot of those practices that we have used in back in 1990s. So most of these enterprises need to reimagine the way software solutions are built. 
So for example, at TFS, we are reimagining the entire process of software development from beginning to end. We see it like a product uh, manufacturing on an assembling factory. And as you described in the manufacturing assembly, in the tangible product like cars, it's a highly automated process, highly automated process. We will see a series of innovative techniques used by large enterprises to define these new workflows for IT that will become highly automated. So for example, today in our Toyota factories, over 90% of tasks to assemble a car are automated. IT will mature to the same levels in this decade. I believe in that. I think that's the trend to watch. We have a long way to go, but we now have access to this enormous computing power, range of technology and tools focused on software development, and we have new software engineering methods. So we are about to unleash this transformation of IT in most of the enterprises. And this is the trend that excites me. Automation and digitization of IT and uh, such that the future, they will further transform the future companies into more agile and more nimble businesses in a world where everything is touched in some way by information technology. I think I'm really excited about it. Well, what a remarkable story of transformation in the grand scheme of things in a very short amount of time, Vipin. Uh, Vipin Gupta, thank you so much for taking time with me today to share a bit about that transformation, the methods you've used, the vision you have for the future of uh, not only of Toyota Financial Services IT, but TFS more generally speaking. It's a, it is a remarkable story. Thank you, Peter. It was uh, nice to share our story with you.